Gave my heart as a token when returned It was broken, hide your face Shame on you Shame right. Hey everybody, shame welcome back again It's uh, it's all of us, We're, it's shame Kickers of Elves <laughs> My name is Wade Bowen And with me is James Nevelet Hey guys, how's it going? And, uh, Hugh Crawford Good evening. We're uh, let's just let's get we're on straight the straight to it. story, man. Let's get straight. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This week we're talking about Straight Story. It came out uh, November third, nineteen ninety nine, and here is the IMDb description: An old man makes a long journey by lawnmower to mend his relationship with an ill brother. Director David Lynch. Writers: John Roach, Mary Sweeney. Stars: Richard Farnsworth, Cincy Spacek. This is the this is the one that people talk about being like the most accessible. Let's get that yeah. like right off the right oh, off yeah. the. And this is your first. This is my second time seeing it. Is this your first, first time? First. Okay, let's hear your first impressions, Wade. We're, I actually uh, don't know anything about. We haven't texted or anything about how you yeah, yeah, your impressions at all. So let's start with you. No, I mean I think I started. I I was watching it last night. I texted like twenty minutes. This might be my favorite lynch movie but i say that about everything i like it might be my favorite <laughs> so i mean i just it's, it's a great fucking movie uh i yeah i have a i have a soft spot for like sad old man movies i guess and yeah and, and, and this this did it like i mean i still think i like akiru more but you know it's not here akira kurosawa film i've never seen called akira. oh right. oh oh everybody should watch akira it's yeah, I think it's Japanese for to live or whatever. I don't know. It, it's, it's the other actor that he uses. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not old, the, it's older not the guy. Female, it's the other, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's not a samurai movie. It's about like an old... Well, like, this isn't the first... This isn't the first um, Akurosawa-David Lynch connection in the oeuvre. If we think back mm-hmm. to Wild at Heart, the oh. dog carrying the hand away is a knowing That's homage true. to Yojimbo. Uh, also, man. also in this movie, the stick metaphor he tells the girl is obviously it's 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 a common term. Uh, it's oh, where the, the term fascist comes yeah. from. The term fascist comes from is like a bundle of sticks is stronger than a stick. But it's also in Ron. It's like right, a, right. It's like a speech that's given by the the, yeah. the main I, character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I really I mean yeah we don't need to talk I don't need to talk about Akira the whole time. It's great for like everybody should watch it, but. uh so where uh, does this rank on your on what we've seen so far of Lynch, of Lynch for uh, you? I mean, it's tough. Like it might be. I mean, it's pretty high up there, but like more than you like it more than Elephant Man, which is also a commonly referred to as his other straight movie. Uh, I guess the other thing that struck me about this movie is like as great it is as it is it seemed like and this is the this is the difference between i think it's not about the quality of the movie it's just about the market and the accessibility it reminded me of uh so many films that i've seen at film festivals that never get seen anywhere else because it was cheap and you know except it had stars in it there is like a there is like a a long i can think of a lot of them there's like a long list of of stories about like the working class people of the midwest or the plains and and that have yeah like they that is like a it's relegated to like the like the where the movie's about poor people 
<laughs> you know, like right. Well, it's because he's moved. Nebraska yeah. comes to mind. Yeah, uh, Alexander and, Payne. And you know, like I had friends that did film festivals in the city and outside the city, and I used to work a lot of uh, film festival stuff, and just like. There's a lot of slow film, like, and then are great films that nobody ever gets to see, and it's because they're not David Lynch, <laughs> like, and this movie is it's still better than a lot of that stuff just because David Lynch is a master uh, of it, yeah. but like, and the performances are better than a lot of sometimes you you get great performances in a lot of these small indie film festival films that nobody sees, but you know get like Richard Farnsworth and Sissy Spacek and well. Uh, that that does segue into some performance uh, stuff I wanted to talk to a little bit. Namely, I I couldn't get a grasp on what Sissy Spacek was doing here. Um, Charlie yeah, Rose, no, in uh, his interview with David Lynch, when David Lynch was doing publicity for this, referred to her as playing a, quote, eccentric character. And Roger Ebert used a completely outdated term... <laughs> That I won't uh-huh. repeat here uh, for, for that character. We used character. to say it a lot about in a pejorative when, in the in the 90s, and it, it wasn't Sure. Cool yeah. yeah, it wasn't <laughs> like when, before we like knew better or whatever as kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah as kids, yeah. But uh, she's clearly, she's on the spectrum some, somehow. Is that, do you think? Is that I think that, that yeah. like, she's supposed to, like, I've known people with something similar where it's like, her ability to say what she's thinking, there's like a, you know, it's like a dysfunction there, you know? And so, like, like she's, that's why, like, she does, it's not stuttering, but it's like a, like, like, like a poor connection. Like, mm-hmm. okay. like the wire, the thought, like the wire between her thought module and her well, they, talking module. Are, he made, are Richard Farn, uh, Alvin Strait made a point to say that she can remember facts and numbers. Like she's got like yes. a mind, like a steel trap, which yeah. makes me think that, you know, how sometimes that might be, that is, with, yeah, yeah, yes, right. can, yeah, they that's can what I take a grasp. That's how I saw it. Like, is, is this is what, 1999? Yes. Yeah. And like, People weren't re- like it wasn't quite as the awareness about like being on the spectrum and aut- autism and everything was not really quite there in the are, way that would drive we, like Ebert yeah. to you know say what he said. Well, did he even say it? Like he wasn't even saying it as a crit. Was was there a criticism to that, or was he just casually? No, he was just no, he was just <laughs> stating a fact that Sissy Spacek yeah. is, I guess, playing some sort of R word. Yeah, I mean, and I—that's what he I, says I'm in the unrestri- unreconstructed times, man. I just, well, well, let's... yeah, right. I mean, I'm guilty of that in that play we did in high school, James, where I played the. I uh, I, I think it's a good yeah. chance. It's a, that's also a good segue to check in with Roger Ebert. I want to point out one thing about that before we unpack the rest of our our thoughts. You know, we yeah. like to. I like to. I personally like to check in with the Roger Ebert review to match up with how how what he thinks of these. Movies. He's a nice critical he, balance. Again. He yeah, yeah. loved this movie. Yeah. He gave it four yeah. stars. However, in his written review, he talks about the cinematographer. He talks about the two screenwriters. He talks about Richard Farnsworth and, of course, Sissy Spacek. Spacek. He only mentions David Lynch in terms of like d- directing, like making a different directing choice than like normal. So, 
And so you are you're, you're thinking that he's perp- like he's being spiteful. I don't know. It does come off like that. He says something to the effect that because it's David Lynch, one has to wonder when they're watching this movie, like when the other shoe is going to drop. Yeah, and that there is, and I got that actually made me think somewhere, you know, in America, there must have been some young, you know, cinephile who. Mm-hmm. heard that there was a new David Lynch movie and it was like, no, no, I'm not going to ruin it by reading anything about it or watching any previews. I'm just going to go watch this movie. I want the freaky sex stuff to yes. watch and out from this Disney David Lynch movie. Right. And then, and then seeing Walt Disney Presents come up and being like, what? What is going on? Did I go the wrong... I stepped huh? into the wrong room, right? And then yeah. you're gonna think, oh, but then you hear that like music. Hollywood that's... cowed him. Hollywood forced him. <laughs> right. It's like, no, it has to be David Lynch because this sounds like I'm watching Twin Peaks right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the, the like, and, uh, yeah. The Battle of Mente uh, score is is pretty close <laughs> to some of the pieces. Of... Especially the opening like number is yeah. like is like wait a minute, this is very Twin Peaks. I I really really love this movie. Like yeah. I, I remember watching it when I was younger, but I think I saw it right at the right age. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I don't. That's funny. I really like the movie. I yeah. I think I like it less than I thought I would. I was surprised. Really? Like, yeah, I don't have any firm criticism about it, other than, well, we can talk about what you guys loved about it first, and then we can kind of dovetail into my, my uh-huh. soft criticisms of it first off i think it's i like it it's a it's a it's a epic travel like it's a it's an epic voyage uh-huh. and it does it is paced like that and, and it does sort of you know wonderfully paced yeah. Oh, yeah yeah and and in a in the true sense that from a story perspective just how like it's you know written on a straight line and everything you could basically strip it of all of any of its cultural signifiers. Take the cowboy hat. Take the make it make it a an ox and a, a Chinese man or whatever. And you've got you 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 feel like the story is 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 a part of you know that that you 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 could find this story in a lot of different cultures. And it's that primal of a thing that I want to go back to. You know that my life has taken me on a journey, some good, some bad, and I want to go back mm-hmm. to physically be with the people that I started with to die. Like it's that, you know, that the, the life has a closed circle. And I do think that that's like a, it's a way people want to make stories of their own lives. And that's pretty basic and in, in, in a real satisfying way. And then he does to some degree, puff it up to a epic, you know, where you have these stops along the way, where you have these conversations about life and what's important and what's not. And, um, like it's very familiar, so I'm not like, like the that part of David Lynch that the creative, like always pushing that boundary, is not here. Oh, but, really? Well, but I but his eye to texture of reality. Yes. Okay, that's, that that's what is I that's that's his because it's both with him. Like I feel like like I've got his modes more now. So it's he does the big crazy shit. The mm-hmm. big like like wow like you know his head opens up and then Balthazar Getty's head oh, like that shit he does that stuff, but what like what really creeps you out is the texture and like the the, the real people like, and he tries to like you know like you there's points where like 
you could see that if he in a more twisted movie on Wild at Heart, this sequence would add an element. Like there'd be a topless fat woman or something. There would be some other element to the visual palette that you're looking for. But everything else is real and feels like all of his other films, the performances feel real. Sometimes the performances felt akin to uh, had a, a, a local theater energy. Yes, Commu- I, I definitely thought huge that. Huge yes. community theater energy, even yeah. with down to yes. like with the the humor in it. Yes, yes, I, I think so. And it all felt very deliberate. It felt like a it's a feature, not a bug. Yes, yes, uh-huh. I, I, because I, I, I went and looked at some of these other characters, and I was, oh, they're like. Like they all have like one other IMDb credit. And it was from something like that took place in Wisconsin or whatever, you know, right. like, yeah, these no. are locals. And um, like, yeah, that was probably a hoot and a half for the guy who played the, the balding guy who gave him, you know, a place to stay for a week or whatever. <laughs> like, like that was probably a hoot and a half for that actor. Um, and so, but yeah, you get, it does have that kind of energy. Right. I, 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 I Yeah. Where's David Lynch from originally? Missoula, Missoula, Montana, and then Montana. But most of his life he lived in Tacoma. Right. Well, that's why that's what the that's why I thought of it because like is this David Lynch going through his own? Because every time he, every film he's made has had very intense personal, uh, you know, yeah, relationships to him, and then going back to. Idaho, I wondered about that. And then and then it made me think after watching that art life to start off this project, I was like, Oh wait, what's his relationship? He has a brother that I don't he know does. much about. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how much of this movie is resonating kind of with resonating mm-hmm. with that part of him because every movie he's made has been very personal in a very mm-hmm. personal way, you know. And people point out that like he didn't write this movie, but like his wife did. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> um Who's no, I don't think wrote any other movie. No, she so, she's done other. Did stuff. she? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, Mary, um, her yeah. This is Mary Sweeney. She wrote it with her her childhood friend. They're from Wisconsin, and David Lynch used to summer in Madison, and uh, so with Mary Sweeney, and so he said, um, that he says that I, Iowa and Matt and Wisconsin have the same sort of vibe. Yeah. Uh huh. And. Oh, I can see that, yeah. And that I think that people from Ohio, Iowa would probably disagree with that. My wife is from <laughs> was born in Iowa and lived there till she was uh-huh. in middle school until she then she moved here and um you know, and I grew up near the the Illinois Wisconsin border in high school. And so Wisconsin people very much are known for their partying. That's why the jokes about the partying in the movie yeah. They also have like a Scandinavian. Real. They're much more Scandinavian. Yes. Because uh, yeah, like they, they 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 that's the people who listen to polka and shit. Right. I think he once said that what was it, the Eraserhead was his most spiritual movie. I think that this is a very like I felt like and maybe it's just because it was on my mind, but I do think that this is the most like like I know he's like he's done Buddhist themes in Twin Peaks and uh, that's a major element of Twin Peaks. And I know that he's personally like he's not a he may be a Buddhist then, but he was a, he's a meditator. Uh, his book, uh, The Catching the Big Fish, he has a lot of uh, Vedic, like Hindu shit in it. So I don't know anything about that. But um, I do know that this this seems like very much about... I The movie wasn't about atonement. 
like Alvin straight is not, did not have a perfect life and did things that he feels bad about. And not just like the, the story that he tells about the, the world war two thing, but like clearly he's got multiple kids that aren't part of his life at all. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Mrs. Straight had 14 births. Yeah. He doesn't yes. say if they're all his or not. And he is a real person. This is a real yeah. true story. So, right, um, right, right. so there's some of this that's real. So I don't know. But at no point was it really about redemption. It, like the story wasn't about that. It didn't need him to be redeemed for whatever. It was that he, you know, he does at some point say that the, it's his penance or whatever. The, the ride. But that what I really didn't, what I was really dreading was the like I guess Forrest Gump scene where they do where like at the end where Jenny and him meet and they like mm-hmm. they have a moment and they have a conversation about their selves and I didn't want him and his brother to have that and the fact that him and his brother just were together and that that was the point it wasn't about like any sort of talking about it or any sort of things they had to work through like they're past right. that right this is just about like like he wanted to die with the person who knew him the most. Right. And, and yeah. Well, and the other the other interesting thing, I think it's great, like that they don't have to have the discussion because the whole movie is like, why are you doing this? You could just get a ride. And he's like, yeah. And, and it's partly like, no, I have to do this for me because I'm a stubborn old man. Sure. But then you get to the end of it and there's no words said because that would be like I don't think that would work very well, but Harry Dean Stanton is like, you know, whatever's between them, we don't ever figure out what it was, and it's good that they don't tell us. But he says, you know, like you rode that that all the way here on that just to be here with me or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's the point of it. Like, not that I could have just taken the ride because he, he made an effort. Have, he made a he made an, a Herculean right. if he'd effort. Gotten a ride with somebody, it would have fucked mm-hmm. the whole thing up. Part of well, it is the effort that he, yeah, part it's of the yeah, proof that he meant. I, I I agree with that. I agree with that. But mm-hmm. whenever one of the things I liked about the Harry Dean Stanton performance was the way that he said Alvin's name when he was standing in the yard. It wasn't mm-hmm. like it was a it was like a yearning Alvin. No, yeah. It wasn't like an accusatory or questioning Alvin. It was like. You know, the person I want to, you know, it was yeah. a part of the storytelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. His, his, his No, it was his, but his it delivery. was, it was, the, yeah, that, and that they made this attempt and that, like, I don't know, like, that, that was just something that I think felt, I don't know, that was a, I don't know, I, I, I think that a lesser movie, like the kind of movie that's a G-rated Disney movie doesn't make that decision at the end. Yeah, yeah, they give it a scene or something like that. They give you more. Uh, it's pretty like pessimistic. Like, like these men are. I mean, literally, shit. I mean, the actor. Literally, I mean, you have to like when people watch that, they knew the actor died. Right. I mean, and, like it's pretty sad the way he died. So, like, um, I mean, I, I don't think it's sad, but I, I like I think people that you. It's a sad way to go to to be right. put in that position, and so. That's something that, like, I think, I don't know, like, I think that resonated with people when they were watching it, but it is kind of a pessimistic movie in that it, there is no hope for a better future here. Um, 
I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it because I don't think I know. It's I know that these people so fucking. Either. I know these people are fucking. Like I don't know. Maybe that's something that I carry with me. Yeah, I didn't is think... that I know. I know that. I know what this place is like now oh, that he traveled through. I think. I, yeah. I think there's no value judge. Like I think that's a brave. I think what kind of what in vain what you're saying that like I think it's a brave thing that there's no value judgment on, like the. The movie, the movie, and the characters don't make a value judgment on their own lives. Yes, right, and that—that's what's brave about it. I don't think that's right. Pes- I don't think that's and a like real people in the in their lives, they don't view their lives this way. <laughs> they don't view themselves as needing some sort of story validation. You know, like I don't like. I think that it wouldn't even have occurred to most of these people right. to. They're like poly, you know, they're Polly in The Sopranos talking to Christopher, having that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you ever feel like nothing's gonna happen to right. you nothing yeah. good's gonna happen to yeah. you like, yeah nothing yeah, did nothing <laughs> ever did <laughs> yeah yes. nothing yeah. ever did and, I, and i'm fine but like here. it's like you you can get hung up over the aspiring but it's like no that's just that's just this that's just how things are i mean to, i guess mm-hmm. that could be views like yeah that things are shitty but they're like no it's just mm-hmm. I don't know. These are poor people without money to drive a car. This is Trump. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's just like, this is just, used to be that you could just, you just got by. And that's, that was, Mm. you know, I don't know. It was, I think a lot about, um, was it like uh, the concept that someone wrote a paper on? I think I shared a tweet with you about it at one point about how a lot of what we think of as like traditional heartland America was sort of i guess like for lack of a better word like tracks laid down by the westward expansion so like they cert like like dodge city used to have a huge importance to america because it was where the cattle came in from the the from texas to go to markets and so that's why there was cities there and money and all of this shit and you just take that out as a concept and put that everywhere. And now that things are getting streamlined, these places, and what was it that it's a uh, spirit Halloween America, right? Because it's this idea that it's, you know, that these shops prop up and these did, you know, like clothes for, you know, closed retailers, these old dinosaur retailers, and they show up in these places that have been foreclosed on and just pop up because they just need to be there for two months. And then they put everything in a cart and ship it, ship it out. And that we kind of live in that economy now where it served like Joplin used to serve a hub as like a, you know, like a truck distribution. Sure. Yeah. But as just as distribution streams get, you know, changed and go aerial and, you know, or whatever, that element and you're going to have to find a spirit Halloween to move in because you have people there (laughs) that need jobs. And so I I think that I saw this one of the, the things that I just remember is this was the, this was 19 let's say that this was filmed in 1997 1998 that's when I left high school that was my yeah. you know what what was America like when you hit 18 it was like this movie and I grew up in rural America so like this is what my neighbors looked like right like and so I like I I can't and now I know like what that's like and so it was just another reminder of the weight of all of this is that the Richard Farnsworth character's generation was a dying generation. Yeah. I remember those men and they don't exist anymore. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of was as interesting to me as this movie and 
I like later Lynch too, but it like and previous Lynch where it's kind of about L.A. life, and it's like okay, but and these people, but this is like, which there's a billion movies about people in L.A., which is mm-hmm. yeah, there none of them are like Lynch, but this is like this is p- people you don't see in movies really that much, yeah, and and it's just people That's being mo- kind to each other for the most part. I mean, it's because yeah. they're all you know, there's not another. <laughs> Coming. All right here we go. We're going. Yeah. We're starting to steer into my light criticisms. Yeah, uh, there is no race. There's no race in this movie. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. Was there? Was there a single black person in this movie? No, I don't think so. There's not a whole lot of black people in rural. I, I mean, that's know, true. Wisconsin but... either, though. I mean, it's like if it's based on a true story, these people weren't sure. You know, like, I'm not nitpicking the lack of diversity. That's not my yeah. point. My point right. is, is that you walk into like Farnsworth characters walks into these places and has these interactions and these conversations, okay? And they're very real mm-hmm. conversations. If you leave the camera on like ten more minutes, <laughs> one of them is going to say something that's going to horribly offend you, okay? Yeah. <laughs> because that's very real too, okay? That's true. Somebody's yeah. going to say. You know, I saw on Donahue, uh, Ice T was on there, and he was talking about being a cop killer. And somebody's going to talk about Sister Soldier, or bring up the 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 riots or the OJ. Like somebody is going to say something, in the way that, like <laughs> mm-hmm. the culture permeated, you know, to rural America. They did talk like, about it, that. Yeah, it, it I mean, filtered, like that, I, yeah, yeah, they did, filtered, they did talk about stuff. Like sure. That, yeah. So it's not like that. That's my thing. It's. It's an idealized version, and it doesn't seem to be aware of that. Right. Well, it's because it's not pertinent to the story it's telling to an extent because it's about people dealing with their own, I guess. I guess that's what my thing is. I I think the audience needs to realize that what they're seeing is an idealized version. I mean, I don't know if it's idealized. It's just leaving things out that... It's not well. That's how keep, idealization. Works. I mean, I yeah, guess that, so. That's, yeah, that's exactly. I mean, how it works. I'm interested. It's interesting to be, because, like, I think you brought this up last night. Like, this is a pre 9 11 movie. Like after, yeah. and then now these people, even without if you do, even without inserting like uh, a black guy into the movie for them to be racist against or whatever, if you made this movie with these people now, they'd be off the hinge, like Trumpers talking QAnon shit, like in every scene. And it would be hard to be like, oh, but they're so nice to this old man who's just trying to see his brother who had a stroke. Like, and it would be <clears throat> like something, I don't know. Like if you're being Here, true, because this felt oh, true to the situation. But like, I literally do don't know. There's a certain. I literally don't know the answer to this question. Um, because I grew up in the South. You grew up in the South. Um, and, and you, you, been all over. I don't know. Yeah, you've been all over. So I don't know. One of the things I would say is I've been, I, I lived in the, I lived in Columbia, Missouri, which is about two hours from southern Iowa. Yes. Okay, and that's kind of where they are. It sounded like I don't know where the grotto is. But yeah, on the so I know that part, and I've been t- to rural that part a lot. There's just not a lot of black people. And so right. maybe there's not a lot of opportunities to be like to discuss. Right. I'm not saying that they're not racist. I'm saying that they're just it's not talked about because it's not a problem. 
in the way it was. And I, I grew up in a town that was 50, 50 percent and had, you know, had years of war in between, you know, in colds, you know, a hard truce was fought on a lot of these things. And, and so race was just a lot more talked about. I just maybe it was because I was in the South. And now it's because we have this amplified culture. I, I, I know it's different, but I don't know what it was like then in these parts of America. I know in like cities it was a problem because they were in conflict, but I don't know these, I, I have no doubt that these people harbor the same sentiments and are like, these are Trump people now, all of them, every fucking one. There's not a not Trump voter in this whole fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Um, right. <laughs> but in uh, fact, I kind of hope this movie, <laughs> like I hope nobody watches this movie in droves on Disney plus because I dread the 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 viewership for it getting high enough that they have to do uh Twilight of the Rose straight uh <laughs> TV series with Sissy Spacek <laughs> for 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 eight for eight episodes the straight story the, right with just the Rose straight story yes. where they bring her back in you know 2022 and you know she's however old she is 20 years later Mm -hmm. and it focuses on her for you know eight episodes or whatever (laughs) because you know if you you... remember when your daddy drove up (laughs) i remember yes and there's like a picture of the lawnmower and then they they get uh they get uh big ed was what the actor's name is everett mcgill everett mcgill you get him in and yes uh, oh yeah everett mcgill's got like that yeah the first episode starts with the ace hardware store closing down (laughs) because <laughs> because the Home Depot county a home owner, Depot, yeah, uh, one county yeah. over, yeah. You can get all the grabbers you want from there. <laughs> yeah, that's just a big bin of grabbers. There's just uh, a big bin of yeah. grabbers. <laughs> it's it, it just it's you know, just all the all the birdhouses you could ever want fancier yeah. than the ones that. Yes, I almost did an impression. No, she's got a she's got a successful Etsy store now. That's where she, she, she sells a... her birdhouses out of. Um, no, I, I forgot what before that horrible D- Disney Plus digression. Oh. What were we talking? Oh, about what about what what they're like? Oh, uh, they're all Trump voters. Yeah, yeah. or what they were. I just like. don't know if they were. I don't know. I don't know if you were just there. If you were David Lynch growing up, did you feel like you were in a racially like idyllic land where people didn't talk about this stuff? See, that's the I thing. Just think it just didn't come up. That's the thing. That's I mean, why. That's why. Whenever David Lynch, because he lived in an Id- idyllic, what to him was. That's why Hollywood mm-hmm. and all that glamour makes said made such a big impression on him. And whenever he yeah. talks about politics, people are. He's like, I really liked Ronald Reagan because he was a Hollywood cowboy. You know, that's my mm-hmm. favorite thing about Ronald Reagan is that he was a cowboy. Like that's. He thinks of it in a pretty like like impressionistic, yeah, yeah, just like he, you know, back from the the fifties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he made the the very la- like he we always attribute it to Susan Sarandon, but he he actually voiced out the the Trump the Sarandon concept of Trump would accelerate the fire fire like. I think he said something like not in that way, like, but I think that he was like, if it takes people like the disrupting the system, like if it takes someone like that to make people see another way in counterbalance to that. So, so like that was, so he was, 
So he does think of it in these very basic, not like he doesn't have a very, I don't think he probably has a developed, I don't think he has as developed of a politics as he does a developed of a spiritual but that's because that's by design yeah. by growing yeah. up where he did in the mid 20th century he didn't have to like sharpen that right. yeah he could think about others he could just think about just the art life 100 percent. yeah 100%. And, that, and, that, and i think that might be my main criticism that's what i've been kind of going crawling we've been crawling through all these movies mm-hmm. and i've been thinking something's been nagging at me about that and it's because it's like 20 20 century privilege i guess that yeah no i mean that's you can't get away with you can't get away from it with him you can't can't, you can't and and um he's not a legacy but like you you have to view i mean i'm sorry anybody that grew up in that time period in that class um was afforded a certain amount of uh opportunities because that was a really good time to be white in america it just it just was it was I mean, so so much so that people are are trying to like kill other people to to keep the to status get back quo- to it. To, yeah. Right. yeah, I mean that keys into my like this is it felt like a festival film in a lot of ways. Like, but he's lucky enough to you know be David Lynch, so he gets yeah. to make those films and have them on Disney Plus. You know, like where yeah. most people I've seen like so many films that are similar to the, you know just like oh we're just gonna do spend time with the score going over a landscape and nobody ever sees him <laughs> like yeah. you know or whatever he is like i mean i guess that is the he gets to make these movies and nobody else really gets to anymore yeah um but um well, what I was he say, doesn't really get to make these movies anymore does he i mean <laughs> Well, I mean, he could, 18, 18 hours like that that like giving him 18 like he took from oh, peak the, tv the return. he chose yeah, I mean, he chose i mean but the we say it's a return but it's just like it's just this shit it's just these kinds of movies yeah it doesn't have any tv structure it's just whatever the fuck he wants to do and it's stretched out over 18 hours he can like he struck peak yeah. tv and it's right at it needed to he's always been that way He's always had the, just a fucking amount of luck. Like, and it always, it, like, I don't know what it is with him. Like, I don't know what it is with him. I think it's because think he it's was born he, when he was born, and he grew up at a time with... But could, other like, people the, have flamed the, out. It's, it's all that visualization he does with his... Uh, <laughs> he didn't get... Transcendental he didn't meditation. Get, he's discovered the secret, guys. That's clearly what it is. There's, some, I, him there's something about... It must be just a fucking sheer fucking... Like, everybody loves him. Everybody. Uh-huh. Like... We know he's sexually weird and nothing's ever come out. Like we know that like like all of the stuff about him and he just keeps kinda like he I mean, like some of it's luck. It's not privilege that he extracted a he took a fledgling sure. uh try trying to make a premium television thing and waited till just the fever pitch of creators and nostalgia for like like there was all of this like premium TV thing. So he has this gem, like a forefather of premium TV and he just dangles it over them and he extracts 18 episodes of like no f- of final cut and just yeah. does the weirdest fucking shit in the world. And, and like no one can stop him <laughs> and he got away with it. And it was like, it, it didn't give him any awards. And they're not, but like if he wanted to do it again, I bet, well, 
I don't know. No, Showtime. I bet if he, I bet if he wanted to, he could get, I bet a he could get a superhero. He could get a, he could get a superhero. He could, yes. I bet he could say, I want to do. I don't know. What's the dumbest superhero? Give me one. Plastic Man? Hype Man. Plastic Man. I, I want to do Plastic do Man, Hulk but I want movie. Final Cut, but it'll only cost like 40 bucks or whatever. <laughs> okay. And uh, and they'll take him. Just like just like they did with uh, just like they did with uh, with Twin Peaks. So like I think that like he's just it's it's Disney won't luck. give him Final Cut though, and he'd be like, "Fuck you." He I'm must have on this, right? Uh, I think he had Final Cut. He's never made a movie. Yeah, he, he won't make anything. But he signed Cut. that stipulation to get. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Richard Farnsworth did make him sign a stipulation and no titties and no bad words. Right. So but that's different so, than Final Cut. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, but he. Uh, but I think that like Disney wouldn't have given him that without wouldn't have given him Final oh, Cut yeah, without yeah. that stipulation. That's, that's true. Yeah. And so in he, and then he took it. They were afraid he was going to try and push the envelope, and he get, he pushed it down, and that's why it's got a G rating, which is right. no one wants, but he wanted it. <laughs> um, no one wants a G rating. Like no actor wants, no director wants it on a film. Right. But yeah, um, that, that goes back to he had a chip on his shoulder, I think, from yeah. uh, Lost Highway. He's like, fuck you, I can do it. You know, like I part think, of this is also, I mean, he's flexing a little bit, like saying, yeah, fuck all you guys that, well, you know, shit on people. I'm weird ass movie still I made in, last yeah. time. I can do just a straight story. And then get right back on the horse with the next movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. People were kind of hoping. I, that- I watched the press. I watched the press, mm-hmm. uh, the press kit for this, and I yeah. watched the red carpet for the opening where they interview like everybody walking in. They interviewed Sofia Coppola, and they interviewed Harry Dean Stanton and, and Lynch and whatnot. Mm. Well, did did you guys hear the story about why he decided to do this? Mm-mm. No. Well, I invented my own. <laughs> yes. Is it because the make them? Is it the make them all a Holland TV show to get ABC to? No, sign? it was he was oh, okay. he had heard you know his girlfriend talking about this right yeah for four years because it happened in 1994 and she had talked about doing it while the you know mm-hmm. from 1994 to 1998 she talked about doing it and mm-hmm. he would listen to her talk about it and then she got the rights to do it and once she got the rights she went and wrote the screenplay with her best friend from kindergarten or whatever they're both from mm-hmm. Wisconsin. And then he, she's like, okay, the script is done. Will you read it? Like as a, you know, like a spouse that made something wants their partner to yeah. read it. And he read it and he like, he st- starts getting, you know, how he says ideas. And then once he starts to fall in love with an idea, then he felt yeah. like he had to do it. And he's like, this is like one of four scripts I've ever read that I've absolutely loved. So he had no, mm-hmm. no, like he was aware that this thing was a thing that somebody was going to do, but it had nothing to mm-hmm. do with him until he read the script and he fell in love with it. Yeah. I do think it plays on a lot of his strengths, traits, strengths oh, yeah. and and things that are, he's kind of obsessed with. Like he's obsessed with, like, I think it was nice for him to take a break from sex. Um, yeah, <laughs> and like I think it was good for him because it made him focus on some other fucking part of his like psyche, mm-hmm. and and that was uh like like the the that's where I think that that like the letting go of individualism, and and allowing 
like i think that some of that is 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 like a like a part of that and like sort of like that I don't know this sort of newfound like well, communing communing of of like in people in society and finding comfort from others. There, and, and... there was a streak. There's a streak of rugged individualism in this movie that is a little bit glorified, and I think it's alleviating. I think that it goes away as he talks because he has these like moments. I think that it's about like I think Alvin starts that way, but I don't know if it That might be the closest thing to way. a character arc you get. Is, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I think that and I think that cuz and I think the key he to still it never is really talking about the war willingly though. Like No, no, and he doesn't it isn't mm-hmm. about like but it's that he needed he does need to communicate these things uh to people. Like he needs to have like that he like in the big one was the conversation with the guy. And the fact that he never he about, started about the sniper, about, about, the, about sniper. the kid, about the kid, that he killing shot? the kid. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that that was about like sometimes, you know, these men need to talk about this and when he couldn't talk about it. to so the guy he was staying at his house, he wasn't going to have that kind of connection. But like with these, like, I do this guy think been through a similar thing, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, yeah, that that you need to like experience these things with other people. And so I think that definitely the individualism is strong. It's why it's like an old coot movie. Right. But and I, I I think that if there is an arc, it's the 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 melt the 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 going into the communal element of needing to be with people. Right. And not necessarily in any sort of like I'm here to formally apologize and to be absolved or any not, like I don't think that's his not that's that's uh, that's Martin Scorsese's kink that's not that's not David's right. <laughs> like that's right. a no, that's, that's a Christian about, kink that's not a like that's not an Eastern kink and so like he just wants to be with them and like right. have these and share these like these moments and then move on and I I think that <laughs> this affects his other work and and i i i i don't think it like i don't i think this starts that this is the first movie of his that i felt that and i i, I feel that that's very strongly in other things and i specifically i would just say that like twin peaks season three like, i think that's a strong element that he had that that's new to later lynch yeah uh, and maybe he discovered it in this. this this being a true story it very easily could have gone sideways on the real Alvin and this, this stubbornness to do it himself, you know, yeah. and, and the, and the absurdity of what he was actually doing, you know, mm-hmm. um, could have gone re- sideways on him real, real quick. I mean, the movie does a really good job of interjecting David Lynch when he, when he wants us to be horrified and scared, like he oh, does yeah, such yeah. a good job. When he goes down that hill or when he's oh, yeah. crossing oh, yeah, the Mississippi yeah. and, you know, you hear like stuff in the, the vehicles in the distance mm-hmm. and stuff. It's terrifying. It was terrifying. Yeah, it was terrifying. And that's a real like because you're like, that's just an old man. Yes. And you know that deep down, it's not like like some like it's not Clint Eastwood, who's some old man who's been built his whole life, you know, and like, <laughs> you know, had all the best medical like this is an old man. This is a bro- yeah, yeah. broken old man. Um, yeah, yeah, there's that. Um, I even think there's a, a scooch of the threat of sexual violence with the girl who comes up on him. Uh, you were, we were talking earlier about the way women perceive, uh, 
right. white men of a certain age in public. Right. When oh, she yeah. comes, that, that younger woman, and she goes, "What do you, what do you got?" And he's like, he says something. And he says, "Wieners." In you this, want like, a wiener? Yeah. yeah you want you a wiener? And I wieners. was like, that is supposed to signal to her, like that's supposed to make her on, uh, like, like if she was like, you know, like her, you know, if she was an animal, like the, her hair would would get up at that right. moment, you know, right. like that intensifies the threat. It doesn't destabilize it. And so I think he's playing with that and like mood and stuff. So I do think that no, it that was he, it, that was unsettling. That. that whole thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If, and then when you realize that she realizes that the threat isn't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I think that like I don't think it took Lynch to bring that to the story, but I do think that he's more prone. Obviously, <laughs> he likes showing sexual violence, so he's more prone to sort of take the threat of that seriously. I guess and. You know, and I, I, I liked that. Like, I thought that was intense. Um, all the shots of when it would open in the morning, it was like the same sky. Like everything else was constantly changing with the terrain. And I, I love that about it. But like, like the, the, and the, the in the night like sky, every shot the... of the stars, it was always clear too. It's the same. Yeah. Yeah. The, right. The, the but night what was morning. that? Sh- yeah. Was this, that wasn't the actual night sky. Cause the, Stars kind of parallax a little bit or change. Yeah. No, it was a but stand it's the same in for a. Sh- yeah. No, but it was like it was a choice because you see how yep. it's kind of ch- they shift a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's like, I don't know. That's just Lynch being Lynch, I guess. Yep. But with the visual. Yep. How about the yeah. sound? How about the sound in this movie? There was one point where they were buzzing. There was a buzzing in the, in the, the Ace Hardware store, like a fly. Like would, oh yeah, would, came in, would, oh, there like, was a lot of fly. Yeah, there was a lot of flies on that. There's like with the woman has a fly on her when she's sunbathing and it yep. just sits there. I mean, and but then also yeah, and in the Ace Hardware store, there's that fly and yeah. I mean Lynch is good enough. Yeah, he he and then he adds that sound in post because he wants to do it. That that buzzing was an mm. interesting choice to throw in there. Yeah, I totally think so too. Yeah, I really like the scene with the the woman who keeps running over deers. I really, I think that's a Lynchian. Oh, that's edition. totally Lynch. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. and the twins, the twins. Uh, I thought that yeah, was trigger. Uh, I tried to warn Wade about that. Trigger warning for, <laughs> for yeah, twins. twins Sorry about that, Wade. Yeah. Sorry, we that's had to okay. subject you. No, I'm glad you, you gave me the heads up. I I might have flipped out, you know. <laughs> If you know how I do with twins, uh, how much of the labor was labor and how much of it was fighting. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, you know what? That's uh, well, uh, that could easily apply to my uh, well, no, the, the, the yeah. <laughs> romantic partners too. But then, who boy, who my, <laughs> my, yeah, uh, is it getting hot in here? Yeah, my yeah. collar all of a sudden <laughs> feels a little tight. Ooh, boy, yeah. <laughs> uh, 13 deer got... and 7... Because that's how I am with you guys, too. Though. <laughs> Sometimes... uh, uh, the twins have a... Fa- Holy shit, they have a... Uh... They're Chris Farley's brothers. Holy fucking shit! How did I not know that? God damn it. The Farley twins. Yeah. And then in in the movie, though, they're the Olsen twins. He was supposed twins, to be in which... this. Chris, Chris Farley... Yeah, they're the Olsen twins. Yeah, which I right. chuckled at. Because... <laughs> Because they they and were making kind of Olsen twin like sing along videos. That is funny. I had to yeah. watch in the late oh night. yeah, that is. I mean, I think that it was intentional. Don't give me wrong. Oh, it had to be right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, that's I a Scandinavian when... an F name for Wisconsin. That I guess it yeah, fits. Thirteen tears in seven weeks. 
And I love deers. He's dead, and I love deer. Was the line from the woman? That's very. Lame. What does Zizek say about it? You read the Zizek. Oh, I read it. Yeah. It, oh, I didn't read it. It was mostly. It was uh, like Wade said, mostly about talented Mister Ripley. And t- oh, yeah. tangentially straight story. Yeah, I mean, it was like if if Lacanian, uh, the, if the normalcy is is actually psychotic, what does it mean that didn't Lynch? decided to make a movie like this instead of but this is the actual psychotic when the the psychotics of former lynch movies are actually what's normal in in society now and that's how it starts oh so he's comparing alvin straight to tom ripley tom ripley which one is the real which one is psychotic and which one is actually normal oh (laughs) yes Yes. Yeah. Back, boy, twentieth century twentieth century philosophers didn't, yeah. didn't know didn't know what the twenty first century is gonna be like yet. My feeling, my my uh, annoyance at some of Lynch's blind sides, or you know, mm-hmm. or blind spots rather, are kind of kind of creeping up on me as we go along. Yeah. So that's what I like. I think that the like that that's a big thing. And then I also thought that like I feel like that if he had made a stronger like if he was more class conscious, consciously class conscious, he would have made a sort of different argument. You know, he would have made an argument about some of the stuff. Um, and and I don't think I don't it's it's a weird thing where I think the things that move me most about him are the things that the most class conscious, but I don't think they're intentional. Right. Right. I mean, that's uh, like, what got to me with this movie as class wise is just, just cause it's not because it had it much to say about class other than yeah. just tell I mean, these people stories. Yeah. Like it yeah, doesn't, but have, that, art, art it doesn't just, have to like, I yeah. mean, <laughs> it's about representation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But it's just like, cause it's, it's, people that we forget exist like mm-hmm. especially in hollywood movies and so I, even to the point where we don't even know how they live or think you mm-hmm. know like the where they really are like it's foreign it's a foreign country you know like in the way that we don't know much about the lives of rwandans like you know we don't know much about the like i like we as in like you know right. coastal like call the college educated people that like david lynch movies um and so uh, yeah yeah and the simplicity of the story i mean and i i I brought up ikiru kurosawa movie that at the beginning Mm -hmm. but i do feel like it had it did remind me a lot of that it's just just, it's a basic story about an old man and just some of the moments with farnsworth Mm -hmm. just where he's just staring straight ahead and you can see just the just the acting in it that's probably on criterion right i could probably like watch that this week right Oh yeah, you sh- yeah. Akira, oh yeah, it's definitely on the criterion. I need to. Well, it's curated, it, like, curated. So like some stuff, I think that they would have. They don't because they they like they take I, stuff on and off. I, yeah, but I think they have every carousel. I think they. That's do. been like yeah. I think that's been their lynch. Like that's been their like. That's their uh, what was it a madman the lucky strikes account? Oh, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Like, I think they're yeah. I think it, that it's, like it's what to, uh, Kurosawa uh, it's, is there. Yeah, it's what to Criterion Channel 
app is mm. what the office is to Peacock. The Peacock. Yeah, yeah. And because it always had that Akira Kurosawa, and I probably follow this trajectory, he's the first uh, snobby film thing that's a drop-off for the nerd because mm-hmm. Star Wars is based on concepts sure. from Kurosawa. And so that's the 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 nerd to the the like the 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 you know the high school nerd to film nerd pipeline. Yeah, that's cool. Right. Yeah. And but and, it, and Criterion yeah. had that uh that had that corner like they had that corner staked right. out. And I think that's why people don't what know cuz it's a it's one of his it's not a samurai movie. It's about like a salary man who's dying. Mm-hmm. And wants to do something before he dies. No samurais, so, I mean, no Tashara Vafune. So yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I mean that. So in that sense, it's very similar to this movie. Like he's got he's he wants to do something before he dies, and he's on a kind of mission. But it's yeah. different. And yeah. But there's just um, moments where it just like kills me. I'm gonna guess that that movie also has blind sides because uh, I bet they don't do they deal with the uh, imperial guilt and shit in Akiru. Uh, I don't remember. Probably not. I, uh, any any man that was that old at that period in Japan when that movie was made in the fifties saw yeah. or participated in some shit. Right. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. yeah. That might. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. So uh, yeah. So like yeah, that might be a blind side too. But um, uh, but maybe politically they couldn't talk about you know. But yeah, um, I don't remember. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's been a few years. It's since another I country's it. politics. Yeah, I, 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 to- I totally get the valid point that these people aren't. That it's not telling the full story about these people and their, and yeah, their, no, and their particular positions. But I do think that it's a lot worse there now. Yeah. Like I don't mean just economic. It's it is economically worse, but I also think the racism and and that shit is. Like when I go, like I feel like it's worse at home than it was when I was young, and I yeah. think it's because it's a source of conflict. Where and it wasn't in the nineties. It was like it was in big cities, like like the LA riots and stuff. But I don't, I don't know if it was out there, and and so I don't. It's easy to miss, and that's you're right that that's not fair that that they, that's not a part of the story because it can give a miss. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Oh, the other point I was going to say is that I think that when I enjoy Lynch the most because of like, you know, he actually makes stories about poor people and and, and things like, uh, you know, he he seems to get their logic of the way they view their lives and and a little bit better than I think other filmmakers do. But I do think it is like a David Foster Wallace, like the fish doesn't realize the water sort of situation. Yes. Because I don't think he thinks about it. And I, that, that is... You know, like I, I do think that that's a tool that he's missing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. The next movie is crazy. It is. Um, by the way, this movie and the Elephant Man have his highest ratings uh, on IMDb. I hmm. checked. But third is the movie we'll watch next week, uh, and it is the weird. This was the movie like that hit that was like. It's the craziest fucking movie ever, and I love it, as opposed to his normal reactions, it's the craziest fucking movie ever, and I hate it. Right. This was like, like oh, finally, Lynch pulled it off. This is the, but it's know, not like, the, yeah, this is- what his is, career this, was all about, like, this movie. This is crazy shit done right. This was, yeah. yeah. We're done. Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, Three to Lynch out. I took her on a simple trip. How do I stop this? To see her husband's family. And on the way upon her hip 
laid my head down gently All due respect was meant at all The winds were in agreement That this was answering the call Of awkward and true feeling A fireman her husband was And so to give him duty I duly tried to light a fire Upon his rightful booting But beauty was my treasure then As through the hills I drove her And taught her that another man Could have made love to her Built and added to our load. 